And welcome back to the Traveling On Radio Show, broadcasting live from the 2009 U.S.-Africa Business Summit here in Washington, D.C. And I'd like to introduce our our next guest, uh, Samantha Taylor, who is with a company called Reputation Dynamics. And Samantha is actually moderating a panel um, uh, that uh, will discuss experiential tourism in Africa and with a focus on uh, corporate responsibility and um, uh, cultural and heritage preservation. And Samantha, welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Ian Tony. A pleasure to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure indeed. Have you. Absolutely. Now, tell us what is Reputation Dynamics? Reputation Dynamics essentially advises foreign not-for-profit companies and NGOs how to properly align, select causes, social responsibility with uh, reputation management and performance, and particularly a focus on key stakeholders such as employees. Mm -hmm. So would South African Airlines be a client, a potential client for Reputation Dynamics? (laughs) I am very impressed with what they're doing as far as their green energy, carbon emissions, and also focused on employees. So they are one case study that I would like to reference quite often. (laughs) Excellent. Well, that was great networking on the Traveling on Radio show too. Yeah, Yeah. Sam, I'd I'd like to actually uh, get your insights and maybe we could we could do a case study if if we had a company that is looking to do business in Africa and wants to really bring some uh, particular standards and ethos to their business practices uh, that uh, their home countries may impose on them by law but in terms of being in an area that may not be as regulated and there might be more of an incentive to not follow those rules, what would your company help a, a potential client do in that instance in terms of developing the right kinds of policies and strategies? Well, from what I really see is that you have to do your market research. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I was very fortunate to grow up in Kenya at a very impressionable age. Mm. And I understand the complexities of the local c- cultural infrastructure areas. And I think that what is going to be really important for U.S. companies is to really understand the market. So if mm-hmm. you're going into Kenya, you have to have a roadmap that, you know, a lot of these programs take five to ten years to build. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to immediately establish a program right up front. You have to understand the business practices and have the right resources who are going to really help you navigate and do business. Transparency and accountability, ethics and compliance are the key list of things that you have to consider in a strategic roadmap. And in addition to that, you've got to see which three areas of which, like Kenya, you have HIV AIDS as a problem, by way of Mm -hmm. example. You have extreme poverty. There's the drought and the children that we've all read about in northern Kenya over the last couple of weeks. We also have an issue around business practices, drought. So a company has to build in the environmental consequences as, as part of their roadmap. And then there's terrific resources like the Global Business Coalition that I'm going to really commend in their efforts through their strategic impact initiatives who really give an entree point into the country or the market that they're looking at. But you also have to have an expert on the ground. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of U.S. companies are not forming the right partnerships. Mm-hmm. So you have your business partners, mm-hmm. and the other part is that you have established NGOs who are absolute experts in dealing with humanitarian, social, and business practice issues. And you have to know who they are. And there's a number of companies out there who can really help you align with the right workforce. Uh, Companies like Coca-Cola have really got 
an aggressive workplace program and they're doing a lot to distribute their products through Africa which has generated more than 500 million in revenues mm. because they're actually donating a product and they're giving people work so workplace development is a really key aspect because if you're not keep, keeping people employed then you're not actually doing good in your local community so a lot of companies are flocking to Africa they're going global and now they have an opportunity to go back to local within the US mm -hmm. and really build in what I call grassroots campaign initiatives. Mm -hmm. And I would assume, Sam, that some of these grassroots uh, campaign initiatives are also meant to help alleviate um, poverty in the local African communities. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, eliminating poverty is really about taking care of the children. I mean, mm -hmm. You've got people in Africa who are living on less than a dollar a day. So oh it's back to food and water. And mm -hmm. there's also uh, a lot of children that are needing education. And mm -hmm. there's a couple of not-for-profits, emerging not-for-profits right now that are really developing educational technology tools to help educate a child mm -hmm. and actually have them mentoring programs. The other shocking thing that I heard recently in statistic is that 20% of certain families in South Africa are living at home without a parent. Mm -hmm. So if they don't have a parent to actually help them, you know, get food and training and avoid, you know, HIV, AIDS and poverty, right. then you need, you know, that's where we have to do more education and mentoring. And so what Reputation Dynamics does is we're really focused on healthcare, providing education tools and access and a collaborative network of resources that really help address. But obviously, poverty is really a problem and, and the youth sector. Mm. There's more than 41 million South African children who by 2010 are actually, you know, predicted to maybe die of HIV AIDS. 20 million? Yes. That's, a, that's an entire country in some I mean, places. it is a real problem. And this is in, sorry, sub-Saharan Africa. So right. I don't want to just limit it to South no. Africa, but sub-Saharan by 2010. That no. is a major issue. Oh, my goodness. Now, as, as we talk about some of these issues that are that are there that help to shape uh, the environment not just for businesses but for the people who who live there and when we talk about doing business in Africa this really has to be part of the overall equation that companies contemplate and it sounds like it's the kind of stuff that that from a CEO perspective or even a business manager's perspective, that's not what they're about. You know, we're not into social engineering. We're not into being social workers. But in many instances, they've got to deal with these issues because these are the issues that affect the marketplace, that affect their workforce. Could you speak to helping those companies overcome that particular bias and that prejudice as they seek to enter these markets? You know, to be quite frank, they have no choice mm -hmm. because um, certainly the CSR movement has really grown in the last four years. And that's, I want to just remind us of why this started. It started because of all the corporate scandals and business social mm -hmm. practices. So it caused a major trust confidence issue mm -hmm. that has spiraled to the consumer. And in fact, a Gallup poll released a statistic that 62% of people around the world don't have faith or trust the companies that they do business mm. with. Mm -hmm. So now we're all more educated and we're saying we want you to be accountable. Companies were quick to push it away because it's a cost factor or have fragmented approaches. In the last two years, 
you've read the you've read the the headlines. It is being embraced not only from the top; it has to be part of the corporate strategy. Right. So mm-hmm. it starts with the CEO. It starts with his senior management team. And then they have to push it through the organization. But the number one thing that a company has to do is, is actually poll their employees and their customers and say to them, what causes do you want me to advocate for on mm-hmm. your behalf? Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough research around that being done now, but now there is. And because they're dealing with uh, their favorite, you know, customers' favorite brands and products being bought or sold or competition difference like Starbucks has done a tremendous job by mobilizing their workforce. And you're probably aware they just did a partnership with uh, Conservation International mm-hmm. right. called Team Earth, which is basically saving you know, the rainforest. Those are more collaborative relationships. And then you know, the third tier of this is really driving it down into the employees. Mm-hmm. 76%, according to an HR survey, Social environmental uh, practices is going to be a, a major part of employees' uh, performance evaluation mm. in the mm-hmm. next five years. That's uh, I, I, and I think that's wonderful. And it, you know, I'm thinking of our listening audience out there, and and you know what we are advocating, what we are espousing here, really is a movement. And, you know, we may have some listeners out there who are thinking, you know, this is wonderful. I want to be involved. I want to. How, what would you suggest to anyone in our listening audience, how they may be able to contribute or uh, promote um, global citizenship, which is, you know, which is what we are, which is what we're doing. Um, How can just a, a, you know, listener participate in this movement? Well, I have to say, it starts at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that we do at home, whether it's, you know, every little thing really counts right now. Whether you're turning off the light bulb, whether you're throwing out the shopping bag, uh, whether or not your youth is the next generation of leaders. I have heard where, well, you know, my 13-year-old daughter or son <laughs> is asking to get involved. How can I? Um, social networking community sites mm-hmm. are everywhere. Yes. I mean, you've got... The Amados, uh, which is also a great community site, there are quite a few that you can sign up and, and just even support your commitment. Just like Team Earth campaign, mm-hmm. you register your name and you're put on a list because you have signed something to endorse your support, uh, your support of, of saving you know, an aspect of environmental concern. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is I would go out into your local communities, schools, education, um, a lot of people have the chance to really volunteer more in mm-hmm. their own areas. You know, are you are you attending that school fair? Are you giving your own point of view around some of these pressing global concerns? And then people should write more about what they're thinking mm-hmm. and feeling, absolutely, and really contribute. From what I've seen, is that people are a little scared. Like I really am concerned about the elephant population in Kenya, and mm-hmm. there's so many websites there's so many like save the elephants you know one of my i might be biased but it's one of my (laughs) favorite not-for-profits even even if you can't give money and that's obviously in a recession that really is a problem because we have been in this recession but time is really the essence to be able to volunteer more or Mm -hmm. being able to advocate or give a point of view or spread the word 
an advocacy. Now, Sam, you're uh, you're leading, moderating a panel today um, that uh, will be focused on exper- experiential tourism. Yeah. Um, I noticed that some of the the speakers are from the tourist industry. You have ASTA, the American Society of Travel Agents. Uh, you have a PR company that we're familiar with, the Bradford Group. Um, uh, Leslie Hall, who is uh, serves on, I think, the Botswana Tour Tourist Board. From a tourist perspective, I mean, what what do you think some of the takeaways will be um, for from your uh, from your panel? Well, I have to say, and in, in, uh, I'm very pleased that with my panelists, uh, they're all giving examples of their green projects. And I'm very, very excited to to hear more about them and, and obviously share that with our audience. Um, I'll also say that um, I'm I'm hoping that we get some perspectives from our from the panel around what needs to be done mm-hmm. to take these initiatives to another level. Uh, what what kind of challenges and opportunities can we provide to people around setting up a green campaign or really? Uh, educating our consumers about how to take trips because obviously that is a real growth sector yes but to be able to give them access and resources and information about where they can go to do a trip where they're going to be exposed to eco issues humanitarian issues social issues and become involved in a project Mm -hmm. so whether they're donating time or they're spreading the word and I think that consumers in general need more help about yes I want to take a trip to Kenya or South Africa, but I really need to understand, you know, what kinds of opportunities are there? Which NGO should I take interest in? Mm -hmm. And again, it's about knowing your market. And and also have a candid discussion. Some people are scared of Africa still, which, uh, you know, I'm not, but I have a personal affinity. (laughs) Well, you're you're, you're from Kenya. So, so. (laughs) exactly. So, I think that now, especially, I think Africa is a prime opportunity right now. Mm -hmm. And and I think that we've got to set the framework right so that people have a good experience and really, you know, address uh, the issue of the person who's living on a dollar a day and just the horrible situation around poverty and lack of food and water. I mean, they're the basic necessities of life. Absolutely. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us today on the Traveling On Radio Show. Samantha Thank you Taylor for having me. with uh, Reputations Dynamics, and we look forward. I'm I'm going to stick around and certainly uh, eavesdrop on your uh, your your panel discussion and <laughs> and uh, show some support for the movement. And I'm uh, happy that we are now members of the same army. Thank you very much. <laughs> Our pleasure. I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about just some amazing things that a talking about corporate. Responsibility, a corporate consciousness, what a, a wonderful corporation, Novus, uh, is uh, doing in Africa. You're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show, broadcasting live from the 7th uh, annual, biannual U.S. Africa Business Summit in Washington, D.C. We'll see you on the other side of this break. <laughs> 